Yo, what's good guys? As of late podcast, this your boy Titus. This is Quarantine and Chill Part 1 with my boy Mousy 2K. Well, well, look what the cat <laughs> drug in. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you feeling, man? What's going on with you today? Doing all right, brother. How about you? Are you making it? Hey, man, I'm out here trying to dag on, survive out here, man, one day at a time, baby. You know how we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all we can do in this motherfucker. That's all you can do. I'm out yeah. the motherfucking way. Yep, I feel that. Yeah. What you doing today, man? Oh, uh, well, we just uh, just got off the stream, been broadcasting a little bit. Uh, you know, it's about starting to warm up. I had to get out there and mow the lawn, you know, all that stuff, you know. What? You doing manual labor out here? Manual labor out here, you know, chopping trees, you know, weed eating, you know, My all that God. stuff. The world, the world is about to end shit. Man, no kidding, right? Shit. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with society? Yeah, well, you know, not all of us can. Knocking people out and Marley daggone mowing grass, shit. Yep, yep, that's it. I need to get my that's life. That's it. I need to go back talking to Jesus. That's the case. What's going on out here? Yeah, well, that's a sign of the times, you know. Yeah. Sign of the times. What you been up to? You uh, having a good show? Hoping everything's going well for you. Yeah, man. Staying out the way, like I said. Um, I've just been talking about what's going on in recent times, dealing with um, you know, this whole coronavirus shit, man, and how to stay composed. My past weeks has been preparing for this, and now it's to the effect where it's locked us down. Just trying to keep people composed, yep. and um, you know. Cool, calm, and collective during these times, man. Because you know we live in a society where, um, you know, the simplest things, especially here in North Carolina, if it rains heavy, people start panicking. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Let alone, you know, let alone something like this where it's global, like I was doing. You know, people, people lose more value. People daggone, you know, I've seen it just from, um, not even just from online shit, but just watching people myself in stores and shit. And, Absolutely, yeah. It's it's kind of spooky going in the store. You can you can feel the vibe that everybody's got a, a sort of a stressed out vibe right now, and it just feels feels different. And it's so easy, like you say, it's so easy to panic and and you know start worrying and and lose your head in times like this, especially in North Carolina, where you know, like you said, we can't even handle you know one inch of snow. School shuts down on one inch of snow, so. My niece, daggone, they out. I think they go back May 15th. Um, it's looking like they're going back May 15th. She's still doing, um, they still got her doing, like, online shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What you're saying, like, just goes to tell you. I mean, like, this is something, I mean, I kind of get it, though. I mean, because you don't want this shit to spread, like, how it's spreading. You got to do kind of whatever it takes. Uh, and I think that's the thing people got to realize, um, you know, when it comes to panicking about this this situation, the the more you know limitations they put in place on us they're not doing that to make you panic and make you worry they're doing it to make sure that you don't panic and you don't worry you know if we take care of these things and follow these steps and stay away from people and just you know do everything we can to get the situation handled and give the appropriate people more time to respond and do the things they need to do then you know that that gives us a better chance of coming out on top so there's no reason to panic. You know, best thing you can do is just do what they tell you. Now, here's my thing. Here's my question to you, because we live in a society. I mean, it's 2020. We have all this shit when it comes to science and technology. 
Um, and even I'm watching documentaries that came out years ago where these cats were talking about this. And, and okay, not to this fashion, but like even Bill Gates, I was I was telling people about an old TED talk I was watching with him. It may not have been TED, it may have been like a Microsoft because he does his own shit as well. And yeah. He was talking about, I don't fear, um, and this was years ago, man, but I, they're bringing it back because of the situation going on. You know, you're seeing old interviews and video clips come up. And um, he was like, man, this had to be Marley, like 16, maybe, maybe 16, 2016. Okay. He was like, he was like um, people are still fearing that um, the next thing that's going to take everybody out is going to be nuclear warfare. He was like, my biggest fear is going to be like a pandemic. Like, I think it's going to come from what's going on now, shit like this. But like, like two times worse, where it's really like bodying cats. Right. Say that this shit ain't body and cats, but like I agree with him. Like I feel like he said like airborne type shit. You know, like I believe all that shit. And like here we are in the fruition. I feel like all this shit is man made to where I don't want to say you don't want to say people are so evil where they're testing shit out on people. But I mean, I kind of do think that to a similar way, to a to a similar degree. Not sure what it feels like, you know. Here we are in a society. Why? Why weren't you know? Did we just take it too much of a joke? Like, why won't we as America, even even not just the world, but even just America, why won't we more prepare for this? You know, we weren't for it to be like a small to me because this ain't nothing. I mean, it's something. But, you know, this ain't no like this ain't no like World War Z type shit. You know what I'm saying? It's body and cast, but it's still to the point where it's like it's containable. Where I feel like Yeah, it's containable. People are dead, especially if you're younger. Now, say this shit was like body and babies. You know what I'm saying? Like body and wipe out generations. Yeah. yeah. We won't. We we won't even prepare for this. Prepared. Look at grocery stores and shit, bro. We didn't even have fat proper backup. We didn't have fucking like. We still out of toilet paper out here, just off some simple shit like this. And now it's. I'm not saying simple, but you know what I mean. Like this. This if this was like, um, final bosses on on TV or you know what I'm saying. Like if this was like a Mortal Kombat final boss, it'd be like it'd be like Shane Shang. It wouldn't be like the biggest <laughs> of the big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be damned if it was Dag on Shao Kahn. Like no, and Shao Kahn, yeah. We be we it'd be a wrap because like they 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 just weren't prepared for it. I feel like we're we're too gluttonous to Dag on not be prepared for shit like this. I mean, just on the on the level of like being prepared store wise, billion dollar industries, um, and having a plan in place, you know, more prepared. Absolutely. Prepared for this shit. Well, it's entirely possible that, you know, we, we got lucky and then this one is a smaller one. Now, like you said, not to say it's not a terrible situation because it is. And it's probably going to get a lot worse and it's probably going to require a lot more effort. But perhaps, you know, at least this one, uh, if it, you know, it's, it's containable, it's handleable, hopefully, uh, if we all work together. And maybe we can learn something and go ahead and put things in place. The same way after 9-11, they had to put a lot of things in place. Uh, you know, in in the flight industry, it's the same concept. So you know, hopefully, we'll learn something from it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. So, do you think you even with this in particular, with just this virus in particular, do you think it's gonna? Or we, have we reached the peak? Do you think it's gonna get worse before it gets better, or vice versa? It's gonna get better. I think it's gonna get worse. I think it's gonna get a lot worse uh, than most people realize. But I don't want to put anybody into a panic saying that. Um, I just think it's like, it's a good idea to be realistic about it. And, and, you know, you see a lot of these companies, you know, Ford is now manufacturing the, the breathing, uh, the intubators that they help you breathe um, by congressional order. They've, they've been forced to 
to start manufacturing those. So, you know, steps are, are being taken. We're, we're handling things, you know, locking places down bit by bit, even though I feel like it should be a national mandate, just lock everything down uh, nationwide, not just, you know, leave it up to the States to kind of do as they feel. Uh, but I think we'll probably see it get worse because I think, I don't think they've reported even the worst of it yet. Uh, what we've already seen, there's probably plenty of numbers we don't know about. Um, so that's all going to come to light, but at the same time, you know, they're making, they're making strides, they're making progress and they're testing different drugs probably a couple months out before we know anything, but I think if we just sit tight, you know, we just sit tight and then, you know, when this is all over, the most important thing is to not be afraid anymore. We can't, because what I worry about is that, that we'll get this situation taken care of, but everybody will be so spooked by it that they won't spend any money and they won't be willing to, to buy things and they'll be saving constantly. And then we'll cause a recession just by our reaction to it. So, I, you know, I'm no expert, but that's kind of what I, what fear I have. That's the biggest, you know? Yeah. Same here. Same. And I was talking to my cousin the other day. He was saying that, um, he was showing me something too. Like, like same, like what I was saying with Gates, it's like, these cats knew this shit, bro. Like they knew this shit. I'm telling you the higher ups knew about this virus. Yeah, well, we have all these research labs. Say that again. We have all these research labs. They got to, you know, they got to have some idea that something like this is possible. Yeah. He was showing me shit from like now. Like I said, the Gates thing was in 16. He was showing me shit in 14. How they had like a time. Like, it's almost like they planned the shit. Like how he, like, he's a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy theorist as well. This I'm, I, I too am a fan of the conspiracy. Huh? I too am a fan of the conspiracy. Yeah, but um, I mean, it seemed realistic how the timeline of how the dude did it. He was like, he was like around this time. Like he, this was in. He showed me the date of the video. It was in fourteen. He was like, they already, they already got, um, they already got the fucking antidote for this shit. He was like, they've been working on this shit since like sixteen. And he was like, they, they're gonna like, they want to do it. It's, it's like a plan, pretty much, almost like how they did with like the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna set it up in a way to where. He was he was pretty much saying, man, I think this shit gonna shut the shit down for like 2020. Period. He was like, I don't think. He was like, it would surprise me this close to the end of the school year anyway. If kids go back to like if CMS opens back up. Yeah, I don't think like, they're gonna open back up. Like like school shit is done for the year. And, yeah. And when you do come back, when children do come back into school, don't be surprised if it's mandatory that they take some kind of vaccine for this shit. Like yeah. Back. And so, I mean, that's just another way for, you know, the pharmaceuticals to get their money and, like, you know, see how the, the shit keeps spinning. Well, that's, like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy when you get deep into thinking about that shit, where it could go. And, like, the, the financial gain from shit like this, you know. From, yeah. You know, the, leave it to the form. It's the same with war, you know. War is money, you know. And that's the only reason some of this shit gets started is because of profit and over, like, certain pipelines and bullshit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when, you know, some people know about it ahead of time and other people don't. That's how you can make a profit, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I know some evil motherfuckers in the world, bro, because it's like, you know these motherfuckers knew about this shit, <laughs> but they still let this shit ride. It's like, they just let this shit ride because of this, it's all financial game, bro, at the end of the day. They're looking at the long, they're looking at the, the it's an evil long term, but they're looking at a long term in a sense of like, yeah, 
it'll body a couple people, but at the end of it all, <laughs> you know, we're, we're gonna line our pockets. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a crazy way to look at shit, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, shit, but like I know, like if to be a fly on these fucking walls, these motherfuckers are talking like that. They look at people like cattle, bro. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's just numbers. Uh, once you get to a certain point, you know, people people stop being people; they start being just numbers. You know. How's your family in general doing throughout all this? How's your mom doing and everything? Um, they're doing good. You know, I saw my mom like last week and uh, she's doing good. Um, everything's obviously shut down up there. Uh, my grandma, I'm thinking about going to see this weekend. Um, she's, uh, I'm not sure if I can though or not. Uh, I, I, it depends because I know that there's like that lockdown going out or whatever. I'm not sure, but uh, I'll probably go try and see her anyway, just to make sure. Yeah, me and my sister were talking about my grandma today, and in actuality, I was like, shit, um, she's probably more safer than we are. She's in the middle of nowhere. Right, right. Same with mine. Take her and dad going, because um, my grandma's up there. She's like, she'll be 90, she'll be 95 July 4th this year. Jeez. So, um, she's in a situation now where she's just waiting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's just, yeah. She's watching her soaps. She's just waiting for Jesus to call her name. Yeah. So no disrespect to my grandma, but like, of course, you know what I'm saying. I mean, come on, like if if I'm that old and I seen too much of the world, like you know, I'm chilling, bro. I'm getting my I'm getting my checks. Like all I gotta do is eat and sleep and chill. Like come on. Yeah. And so and yeah, like I said, she's in the middle of nowhere, so it's like that shit ain't even hit them yet. I mean, it's probably hit them probably like one person in that small town, but it's like ain't nobody coming near my grandma. Like they got she people. probably she probably got. <laughs> Freezers full of food too. Yeah, she's out there in the sticks, bro. She got freezers. She got a freezer inside, freezer outside, freezer in a in a shed. Dang on. Man, like she chilling, bro. She like I said, she probably better off than we are. Cause sometimes situations like this is sad because um you know it takes like chaos like that to like make you like go back into like the shit that you're naturally supposed to do. But even with just when it comes into that, you know the moral value of just being a good person. Um, right. Situations like this bring the best or the worst out of people. And it's the same with like shit that, you know, you know, we, you know, learning how to farm, learning how to, you know, crop, you know, learning simple things. That Even stuff like value. saving money mm-hmm. like and how to use your money efficiently, you know, mm-hmm. it becomes a lost art because of the, you know, the go, go, go mentality of the world. Now the microwave society that we live in, to when when you have situations like this that slow you down, it's like, all right, well, damn. Oh, yeah, I do know how to cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, damn, I do know how to do this. You know, that should have, shit like this will remind you, like, how to be like a, a human being again. Don't be so, don't be so clutch. Don't, don't, don't rely so much on shit. You know what I'm Right. Saying? And so that's one thing I like about her being out there in, in the middle of nowhere. It's like, you know, she has her little internet and shit, but she don't use that shit like that. She don't use it for, like, you know, to watch her shows. It's just right. bad shit. That's why I like, I mean, we're in a situation now, even at my job, like, because I still, I do, I deal with the animals. It's, it's it's an essential type job. So it's like animals, like shit like that, hospitals, I, I'm in a rescue slash hospital. So it's like somebody, somebody going to be there regardless of this shit. Right. You know? And so I'm always, I'm probably going to always be there throughout this whole situation. But even there. That's like, something to be fortunate or be thankful about, you know, it's real fortunate. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's like, Shit, I still gotta travel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still right. gotta travel to work. 
it's put us is you know i don't fear anything but i'm super cautious and it's, it's put caution in me to where it's like even just riding out even when i'm riding in ubers and shit like i was going out yesterday coming off work i still had my mask on and my gloves from work because you know what i'm saying like shit yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on out here i'm still out here having a shot and i think i'm gonna do that shit on a regular until this shit pass now even if i am just going out shopping and shit like i'm gonna keep some gloves on me and keep my mask on me just in case yep i'm the same way i'm the same way yeah, I think that's probably the best way to go about it. I mean, it's responsible, you know. If everybody would do that, it would help. But, you know, we'll see. I'm definitely yeah, But, like I said, I'm I'm not dumb like cats like out here and, like, you know, swimming and that. You know what I'm saying? I'm living my life under that. Under that. I already, like I was telling somebody, I was already getting into that mind frame of um, slowing down anyway. Right before this all started, yeah, I think it was. It might have been you. I was talking to about it when we. Were I think it was. I think we were talking about it on Discord. Yep. I was like, I was already switching out. I was already in the mind frame, like, you know what? I'm a backup, get more of my arts, which I've been doing anyway. You know, focusing on the podcast, getting back into like dealing with music again that I haven't done in years. You know. Right. Um. You know, just in you know getting into like you know the gaming again. I miss gaming. You know this 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 situation forced me to sit down to where like it reminded me how much I loved gaming to where you know I was like well shit let me get back into doing this shit and saving money you know what I'm saying like yeah for sure shit that I was truly passionate about and um I feel like moments like this um it slows you down because everybody in the hustle and bustle movement at the same time it's 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 bittersweet but the sweet side of it is it slows you down to where it makes you look at what the fuck you really got going on and what you really need and what you really don't need in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, re- reassess a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I take it, I, I've told people that to take that in stride as well. You know, like this time that you, you know, you got your kids at the crib and shit for weeks that, you know, use that time because, you know, you're in that hustle and bustle and you know how the world have you moving them all the, your kids in school all the time and everybody's just moving, moving, moving. You know, this, this time, may, we need to slow down you know we yeah absolutely and look at each other and be like oh your eyes are brown you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah oh, you changed your hair like you know <laughs> you know that there's some people out here that's chilling with their wives they probably ain't talked to their wives in months and they probably just like they probably making like the best love of their life probably around this quarantine <laughs> you know what I'm most saying? likely yeah yeah might be a baby boom coming yeah we're gonna have a bunch of quarantine babies coming out of here bro so you know, I try to take shit in stride like that. I'm, I'm cautious. I'm very precautious. I'm already, I'm already annoyed, motherfucker. Anyway, and so, um, I'm like you, where it's like, you know, I, I know the facts. I know what's going on, but at the same time, I'm taking, I'm taking everything into perspective and moving in the best way that I can, and not letting it over hit me. Because when, when I let it overshadow me, like then that's when the fear comes in, and then I'm just too annoyed to do anything. It's like, oh. Yeah, like it almost hit me earlier. Like when this shit was like getting when I knew the lockdown was about to take effect, um, this was before like because I felt it. Somebody had told me before you you somebody had told me before you announced it. Um, actually, it was um it was my mother actually before you announced it. My mom she works for the military. She just came she just came back um this week, but she was telling me prior to that that um before um like right after this. Right after she told me, like you, you went on that on on the um, mess on the group chat talking about yo, y'all need to like stock up. You know what I'm saying? You started yeah. all that. You were like stock up because they gonna lock some shit down. We'll go ahead and get your shit out the way now. Get your get your your um, paper towels and all that shit because 
you said it, it's about to get slammed. Yep. She, and she then told me um, prior to that that um, shit was about to get shut down. She was like, she was like, um, to the effect now, she was talking. I didn't think the stores would be as heavy, but she was like, I have to come home early because they're telling me that the flights are going to be shut down. She was like, they're taking this shit more serious than I thought. Because she was originally <laughs> supposed to come until like May. And she was like, I got to come home early because if I don't come home now, they're saying that I got to, I'm, uh, I'm going to be stuck here in Japan and I won't be able to fly out. And so when I heard that, I, I started taking more attention to it. I was like, damn, this shit get more serious than I thought. And then the next week, you said that shit. And then the week after that, you see what I'm saying? It's just a dime. Shit just keeps adding up and adding up to where it's like you're forced to take this shit serious now. Yeah. So like, and I mean, you, I feel like you should take it as seriously as the top brass, you know? Uh, but then I also sometimes I feel like we're not taking it seriously enough, you know, even even the higher up. So I don't know it's a tough situation, but the way I look at it, it is uh, it's always better safe than sorry. So if you if you hear something, if you feel something, you feel like you need to do something to be prepared, then go do it. You know, get, get yourself taken care of. Make sure you're going to be OK. And then, you know, at least if if nothing happens, fine. Or, you know, worst case scenario, you're prepared. Yeah. I think that's a mentality a lot of people are going to have to pick up. Mm-hmm. And it's a good mentality to pick up because, like you said, worst case scenario, like somebody used to tell me, um, um, God, what, what, what was it? It was almost like um, if you if you stay ready, you always be ready. Something like that to the extent of that when it came to just like anything in life, you know, being prepared, you know in any circumstance, whether it's this, whether it's like a job, anything, you know, if you stay ready, if you're always in that mind state of what if, if that opportunity, good or bad comes, you'll be prepared. You'll be ready. Right. Stay ready, be ready. And so that's, that's the mind state I've been in. Cause like I said, even after this shit dies off, God willing, sooner than later, um, <clears throat> I was making a joke with my, uh, with my sister about going back. Cause you know, common markets pretty much shut down. They're just doing to go shit. So they, they shut down a lot of people from working there. I was one of them. Unless you're mm-hmm. delivering for them or like um, they're going to have maybe like they have like two or three people in there because I went on. I, I was there yesterday to pick up my check. It's like two or three people there. It's like a fucking desert town in Plaza Midwood. That's wild. Yeah, it's like a ghost town. But, you know, like I told you, I remember I, I think I told you on the discord. Plaza Midwood is the most populated area that has that virus because of a youngsters that don't fucking listen and give a damn. And the demographic twenty to thirty nine, um, and it's black, mostly black and Caucasian. And so, you know, you look at that area; it's a bunch of I, people. Not for the, that two week span, I guarantee you, people weren't taking that shit serious. Still out here rubbing on each other, tucking, you know, plasma it with. That's like, oh yeah, that's like hippie hippie county. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers that drinking and drinks and shit. That going, you know what I'm saying? Sharing blunts. You know. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, fucked around and dad gonna caught that shit. And so I was in there gloved up and I was telling, I was telling, uh, I was telling sis, I was like, shit, even after this shit hits the fan, even after this shit dies off, I'm still going to, I don't fuck with that shit, man. Yeah. I don't think it could hurt. I don't think a little bit more caution can hurt. Um, and you know, what's funny to think about is like how this is going to affect our generation, you know, 10, 20 years down the line, the same way the, you know, the great recession affected, you know, my, my grandma, you know, for instance, and, and made her, uh, extra careful with her money and, and just extra careful. I mean, you give my grandma a Christmas gift. She's gonna, she's gonna 
carefully unfold the paper so that she can hang on to it in case of hard times. And that's not even a joke. That's for real. And so it's interesting to think like 10, 20 years down the line when this is all just a memory, like what, what's our generation going to be like, you know? Yeah. It's crazy to think about it. But in the meantime, you know, might as well, uh, take your, take your, your free time that you got now and invested in things that, that mean something to you, you know, work on some projects, you know, do some things that you haven't had a chance to do, catch up on new music, you know, things that you, you maybe wouldn't have had opportunity to do otherwise. Yeah, bro. That's what I've been doing. I've just been taking the time to, you know, game, get, you know, game, catching up on shit, back on Netflix shows, catching up on, yeah. on friends. You know, we've had a lot more time. And so like a lot of friends that I haven't talked to, um, the Instagram has been fucking popping like a motherfucker. So like I've been on that shit hard, like because of the lives and shit. It's dope, man. It's like I said, it's bittersweet because it's like, I, it's bittersweet because of the situation. But it's sweet because you see people like getting back into talking to people. But at the same yeah. time, it's bitter because you know that shit is not going to last for a long. You, you know that shit ain't going to last long. And so I know on my end, I want it to last. You know, like I want to like continue like to check up on people like I've been checking up on and like continue to like do the videos and the, you know, the lives and you know, to keep people informed of what's going on in my life. Because right. like, my shit's boosted up off doing that. And like, I, you know, I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm from checking up on people and people checking up on me. We built more of a bond, like you know. So I, I hope that that continues on after that. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. You, know, you know how America is. You know how the world is in general. You know, motherfuckers mourn for like two weeks and then they back to regular scheduled programming. And so back to regular scheduled programming. Yep. We'll see, bro. So uh, what's some things aside? Because we we about to talk about the music. You got you got your five. I got my five of people that you know. The title of this episode I called it "Quarantine and Chill," <laughs> like because <laughs> we all we all doing that pretty much. And so, um, you know, you were you were saying like this is the time where you know from um, you know projects that you want to do to like you know drawing. You know, that's another thing that I've been doing, and I'm gonna probably do later on tonight before I get on the game and shit. Um, is catch up on some drawing that I've been working on, working on. That's a good idea. To, um, you know, what are some what are some things in particular before we get into music that you've been working on yourself throughout this time? You know, this duration of the quarantine. Well, I've been spending my time uh, listening to new music, uh, finding new artists, stuff like that. I'm doing a lot of working from home, so just jamming here. Um, when I'm not working, I'm I'm on my stream, my live stream. Busy. Staying busy, you know, staying the. Uh, staying on top of it and you know broadcasting you know doing the same thing you're talking about you know updating people let them know uh what's going on in my life and you know try to keep some people entertained if possible you know sorry i didn't mean to yell busy like that i was yelling at oh, okay <laughs> i know you <laughs> what you just yell at me man <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah no um yeah just keeping people entertained man that's really what it's about Say that one more time. I'm just keeping people entertained, you know, broadcasting. And like you were saying, like a lot of people are getting on live, a lot of people on IG, you know, a lot of people uh, sharing all kinds of new content and stuff like that, trying to keep everybody else from losing their mind, you know, trying to keep yeah. them sane. Yeah, man, find the good out of all of it, you know. Yeah. And, like keep, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. I hope that doesn't stop because that's been dope to see, you know, like yeah. homies that can't like DJ 
that's in that scene and they came because the clubs are being shut down they're doing their djing on live you know yeah no even catching up to your shit you know it's been a while because of the work shit that i've been doing i've been missing the your shits and so it's dope to where i got the twitch now where it reminds me and um even if you don't do it on youtube the twitch reminds me when you're on now mm-hmm. watching your shit again you know because i like watching shit like that i always watch gaming videos anyway and so just simple shit like that, catching up on shit like that, man, is dope to me. It's like, cool that we can keep each other entertained, uh, even without being with each other right now, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's how we got to get through this shit, man, at the end of the day, you know? The only way to get through it is that going to be in there for each other. Yep. It's even by the simple things like entertainment. Huh? So, hey, that's one way I'm looking at it. Just taking it one day at a time, entertaining each other. We got a tight-knit group of um, people when it comes to, like, our, our particular group was Soup Gang, and so it's like I'm glad that like people are staying in communication, and even with the Discord shit, where you know, where you got me, you, and now James on there, and I think Phil's on there now. Phil's on there, Indy's on I there. I think Phil plays games, but I think he's just on there to be on there, like Indy, like um, right for support and back on another spot for us to talk on. But it's which is dope. cool. Yeah, it's dope as hell. But uh, you were talking about music. You were talking about music earlier, so. I asked you before coming on here, um, um, give me at least five, mm-hmm. whether whether it's up and coming or, you know, during this time of quarantine and chill, who are five artists that has got you, you know, through this process and that are, I would, I would say, quote unquote, sleepers that you may think people don't know about that would be a good time for you to like tell people about that you've been listening to that even myself I may not know about because like I said all genres like oh my list my five is all different type of genres and so you know who are who are some some people for me myself to look out for hello <laughs> hello did I disconnect there Nah, you back. You you went you went silent for a minute, but uh, you back. <laughs> I was trying. Yeah, I was trying to pull my uh my list up, but uh, yeah, I got to a little list of a few things I've been listening to. Um, a few things that you know give me some uh, peace of mind in in this weird time. You already know the first one I'm going to mention is going to be an up and coming. You know that's going to be Young Lee. Uh, he just dropped a teaser for his new album. Uh, if you like sort of melodic hip hop, uh. I don't really know how to describe him. He's he's so he's a sort of a, a the SoundCloud style sort of a sad rapper, but he was the original. Like he's, he's been doing it for a long time. And this man's an innovator, and I think uh, his newest single is really uh, something interesting to hear. And he just put out uh, sort of the uh, teaser for his new album. So between that single and that teaser, I've been I've had those on loop. Uh, and the single is called "Boy Life in EU." Okay, so. Little European joint, you know, he's a European kid. Um, that that sound, I, I, I can already tell you right now, going forward into the next couple of years, that sound is going to be big. So I recommend people to check that out. And then, of course, if you look into that, you'll encounter the teaser for his uh, for his new upcoming album. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, Boy Life by Young Ling, you said the single? The single, yep. It is fantastic. It's really good. And uh, mark my words, that's going to be that's going to be popping off next. That sound. Good. I'm gonna listen to that shit after this. Then. It's good, man. It's real good. It's real good. Uh, then I've been listening to. I got uh, the new Major Laser single. I don't know if uh, if you ever mess with Major Laser. It's a uh, Diplo and and his little gang. 
Um, I heard about him, but I've never listened to him. I, I, I remember it used to be a TV show called Major Lazer that they were part of the music with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they're trippy. They're interesting cats. And uh, their new single is really good, uh, Lay Your Head. I forget the, the name of the guy that's featured on it, but check that out, Lay Your Head. Uh, if you need something to kind of get you up out of the chair and get your legs moving, get you dancing a little bit. Uh, house a little bit. Yeah, that's a. It's been out for about two days now. Um, fantastic single, really good. Uh, so I'm looking forward to to what Diplo's got under the hood. Um, I've been listening to some old stuff. I got uh, CKY. I don't know if you remember these guys from the '90s, but uh, that was Bam Margera's band. I was gonna say, I feel like I used to see this on old Bam Margera shit. <laughs> yep, yep, that was Bam Margera's band. And the reason why I've been listening to it lately, watching the music videos and everything like that, is uh, going back to the 90s, you know, going back to the early 2000s and watching those music videos and seeing everybody, you know, outside skateboarding and running around, enjoying life, enjoying being around each other. It gives you a nice feeling, even if we can't do that ourselves at the moment, yeah, you know? Correct. Uh, so that's been, that's been something that's been on my plate. Uh, then, you know, in cl- collaboration with, uh, Young Lean, you got, uh, the Drain Gang. Okay. That's, uh, Ty Boy Digital, uh, Blade D and Echo 2K. And they have a new single called Victim that I found amazing. I think it, that the sound that they got going on there is a little more R&B. So if you need something a little R&B, that's my recommendation. So you switched up this time. You're doing R&B now? Yeah, he's doing a little R&B. And uh, he's got his boys on the track with him. Uh, and Ty Boy really sets it off. You know, I've always been a big fan of Ty Boy Digital. I think he's way underrated. Um, hopefully he gets some recognition. He just had a little baby. So, you know, he yeah. needs all the attention he can get. Um, and the single itself is fantastic. It's called Victim. Uh, and there's, yeah. there's a few other songs that go with it, too. So there's a couple things to dig into there. Ah, and what else have I? Oh, I uh, got one more guy, Electronica. Okay, if you if you like uh, the techno, if you like the uh, synthesizers, you know, electronic music. Uh, this fellow, look, mom, no computer. Guy's amazing. He uh, makes uh, electronic beats with no computer. It's all analog synthesizers. It's all mechanical sounds and and stuff he put together himself. And uh, he's one of the cats, like you were mentioning, that's been doing uh, sort of DJ sets from home. And I think that's awesome. You know, if you're a musician and you want to help out in this time right now uh, and you have the capability to broadcast from home and share your music, I think now is the perfect time to do it. And he's one of those cats that's doing that. So a lot of respect to him. And just look up anything by him. Look, mom, no computer. Uh, Right now, Desperado is the one that I've been jamming to, but he's got a lot of work out there. And every day of this quarantine, he's been putting something new out. So definitely worth checking out. Okay. Look, mom, no computer. I'm going to check out all five of them, man. All right. I haven't heard from Major Lazer in a minute. That'll be dope to hear them. That Major Lazer, it's a good feel-good track right now. It's something good to to put a smile on your face, you know. I need some feel-good. That's always good. So you guys check those guys out that uh, my boy Marley Dagon recommended. My personal five that I have, um, it's a little bit of um, a little mixture of like some local acts with some some new relatively acts. Twenty twenty was for me starting off music wise has been good, even with all the bullshit that's been going on. Yeah, definitely. A lot of um, really good music in all different genres. Um, my first person I would recommend is a girl by the name of Deborah's Child. Deborah's Child 
Uh, she's more of like a pop artist, um, female female pop artist. I actually discovered her from um, this dude that I follow named Anthony Killoffer. Anthony Killoffer is like, he used to be Travis Scott's former manager back in the day. And um, he's going on to do a lot of shit from like helping out Mike Dean and Kanye West's work to doing his own label. He's a good, he's a good engineer, good producer. I've always liked his production when he's helping out Travis and even to the effect of like discovering new talent. I discovered her from him, um, from her, from just her voice, man, to um, she's really good in having an ear of production. Um, you know, that's really big for me. It's like, because I always hear sometimes rappers that rap on suck-ass beats. Mm-hmm. They're like a singer that sings on a beat that I feel like if they had, man, I wish they would collab with this type of producer. Right. Like, production is key in pop music, yeah. for They're sure. Missing that one thing. And like for me, she's in her own lane to where I can see why she calls it pop, but it's it's not just I ain't talking about like Katy Perry type shit, you know. If if I would compare it to anybody, I can't really compare it to anybody. It's almost like she gives me like um, female Bon Iver type vibes. Oh, okay. Um, I would definitely check her out. I definitely um would give her a listen. I recommend it. She came out with an EP this year called um, "Look My Baby Dear," <laughs> and um the name of the the name of the um, the main track that I fuck with on there is called Dear God, but that you could hear what I'm talking about when it has like kind of Bon Iver type vibes. Mm-hmm. That's Deborah's Child. I Deborah's Child. People I'm sending to you. And, okay. Um, anybody that's anybody that has my Instagram, um, just Titus J704. I'll get Marley to tell you his at the end of this. And anchor.fm slash as of late. You guys can see um, in the description are. Um, our five, his five and my five. If you guys want to look these people up, perfect. Um, my, my next one I got is Black Pumas. Black Pumas is more of a um, kind of a more of like a psychedelic type of funk vibe. Um, okay. Newer, newer version of like soul. It's it's a good two man duo that I discovered from Austin. Um, it's a black black and a white dude from Austin, Texas. Um, I discovered him this year actually. Um, as commercial as it sounds, at the Grammys. Um, watching them and um i mean if you're looking for like that that kind of like soulful funkadelic type shit um i was very impressed that there's only two of them that do this same with deborah's child i mean like a lot of these people that i'm talking about on my list it's not like full-on bands but you would think it sound like it it would sound like it'd be a whole like band but it's true two person almost on like some tan and pala type shit but um these guys are funky man if you're into that type of shit um, oh yeah it came out with a self-entitled, I mean, it's self-entitled project, um, Black Pumas. I would recommend that album. And my favorite track on there is Fire. Out Fire. Of that project. Okay. Um, the next one that I've been listening to that I fuck with is an up-and-coming cat from Compton. Um, his name is uh, Chanel Thress. Chanel Thress, um, he's a black dude. He does electronic work um, from production to DJing. Um I knew about him first from like more of like the DJ scene, and then he came out with start coming out with his own music to where um, I respected him more in the production room. And his his projects are pretty solid; they're just as good as his DJ like sets. His transitions is good, going from one song to the next. I'm really big on that. It makes, especially if it's like projects, it makes it feel more like a movie. Yeah, it makes it fit together better for sure. Yeah, I'm really big on transitions when it comes from track to track. And so I like how he does it. Um, and it's, it's it's on some like fun, it's on some groovy ass electronic wave type shit, man. But a hint with a hit of hip hop because he 
You know, he's like, he talks like, I don't know. He talks like Rick James. He talks shit. <laughs> he has like a swag to him where he talks shit, but it's on some like electric shit. And um, I would recommend if you want to check him out, the Black Moses EP. Um, the Black Moses EP came out last year, but it's his most recent one. And my favorite song on there is um, Black Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, I saw that song. I saw that song in my recommended yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. Check him out, man. Check him out. He's a really dope dude from California. Okay. Um, next on my list, I got a female by the name of uh, by the name of Snail Mail. Snail Mail, um, like I was just talking about with like Tam and Paula, I was impressed with her because I heard the song, I heard a song from her, um, because I discovered her this year, and the song that I heard, it was like I said, fully instrumentation, to where I was impressed, like Tam and Paula, to find out that she's the root of all this shit. Right. <laughs> she, she does the the guitar in. She does the songwriting. Like she's a part of all that. It's really her her brainchild that she's doing. And um, I was just impressed with that to where I started researching more of her work. Um, she's more of like an indie meets dream pop style. Um, more of to a dream pop rock. Like if you're into shit like that, um, I really fuck with her songwriting ability. I fuck with her her, her guitar and skills. Her most recent EP I would recommend is called Habit. And um, she has a lot of good songs on there. Like, I can, you know, play it all the way through. But the one that I recommend is Dirt. That's the one that caught my attention the most out of it, Um, you know, because I'm a scumbag. And so Dirt will be the one. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, that would be the one that I gravitate towards, too, the most. Of course, of course. And, um, of course, of course, indeed. Uh (laughs) And um, (laughs) um, saving the best for last, I mean, I ain't going to. I, yeah, I'm gonna save the best for last. I mean, me being biased, um, I recommend if you ain't fuck with him, I don't know if you've heard of him. You probably have heard of him, but you may not have fucked with him. Is a guy by the name of Lute. Lute is a guy that's from Charlotte. Um, he's one of the artists that got signed to J. Cole's record label called Dreamville. Um, and with, you know, with, because he's setting up to have like a really good label with like all these lyrical, like heavyweights that he has on there. Yeah, he's getting some power. Yeah, from him already doing his thing to J.I.D., Loot, I mean, he just adds to that camp. He adds more ammo to that camp. Um, his most, I can tell he's in the works of making, kind of like what you said with Major Lazer. They're probably making a new project because he mm-hmm. dropped a single called G.E.D. Um, that came out earlier last month. And um, it's dope as hell, G.E.D. I recommend listening to that. But his most recent one came out a couple years ago, 2017. And that was called what's um that was called nineteen ninety six part two West nineteen ninety six part two, um so it's been two years it's been three years so I feel like he's uh and then just from watching his live you can kind of tell when people are doing like they're setting up to gear up to push something out uh-huh. lives being in the studio to put new music out on there um to the single that just came out last month. I feel like this is and how heavily established Dreamville is now coming off because he's his his fingerprints was all over that compilation album that they almost won a Grammy for last year, the um, Revenge of the Dreamers Part Three. He was all over that shit, and so I can tell that he's he's um, gearing up to push him forward to be the artist to break out out of Dreamville after JID. Okay, so be on the lookout for him. Be on the lookout for him as well. I definitely trust J Cole's opinion. You know. He's a talented guy, and so that's my five. I got Deborah's Child, Black Pumas, uh, Chanel Thress, uh, Snail Mail, 
and Luke. Those are my five for you guys to watch. Okay, definitely going to check that out. Listen to them, check them out, see their growth, because I always like seeing that. Because all those those artists that I did, with the exception of Luke, um, were relatively new to the scene. Um, Then between him and Black Pumas, Black Pumas been out for a little minute, but Debra's Child is new as shit, and Snail Mail is pretty new as well. So be on the lookout for those to see, um, hopefully rise up to the full potential I feel like they can get to. Okay. All right. I'm I'm with it. I like uh I like the name Snail Mail too. That's a great name. That is a great name. Yeah. I first when I first heard her, um I didn't see I didn't see a picture or anything. And so researching her and shit like that, like I said, I thought it was like a whole band. It was just her ass sitting in a damn chair. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That's dope as hell. I like motherfuckers that have creative names with their shit and then, you know live up to the expectation because if i seen that on a flyer i would want to see what that was about i would too absolutely let me see what the fuck this band was about that was quarantine and chill part one guys with my boy mousy 2k hope you guys enjoyed it part two we got coming up tuesday you guys that gonna be on the lookout for that shit Again, like I said, that was Quarantine and Chill Part 1 with my boy Mousy2k. If you guys want to look out for him, he's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Mousy, M-O-W-S-I-E-2-K. YouTube, same name, Mousy2k. Instagram, same motherfucking name, Mousy2k. And let's not forget about Twitter, you know it's that Mousy2k. You guys holla at your boy, this is Titus. You can reach me at TitusJ704 on Instagram. As of late... Uh, as of late dot anchor.fm slash as of late is how you can listen to the episodes if you don't want to listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. So holla at your boy. See you guys on Tuesday.